Welcome to the Luchascape Podcast number 13. This edition is the first part of my talk with Frank Porcelli of American Waste Skateboards. As you'll hear, Frank is an interesting guy and he has a real passion not only for skating, but for making skateboards. And that is really exciting. People making things, quality things. And I know it's a quality thing because I've been riding one. In fact, Frank documented the making of my skateboard deck and I've been lucky enough to share those images on the luchascape.com blog. Before we jump into the talk with Frank, I want to thank those that have backed my book project's Kickstarter campaign. As I record this, we are 120% funded, with still over 20 days left for people to back the project. Now, the legal stuff. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the speakers, and do not necessarily reflect the views of Luchascape magazine, blog, or podcast as a whole. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made on the podcast or blog, the podcast should not be viewed as a news source, and explicit language may be used. It was just something to do, like riding a bike, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, but I'd say, you know, up until then, I I played baseball and all that stuff, and then uh, I, I don't really know what necessarily happened. I, I guess I just... I just it finally I guess it just made sense more or less like uh, like this is what I really wanted to do and what I really liked and I could probably say maybe you know obviously friends like influenced me a lot like there's uh one in particular my my buddy Dan that I grew up with he should be uh label kills from black label yeah. That video, uh, I mean, that came out a little, you know, maybe a year after I started skating, but that really, really was so, so important to skateboarding to me at the time. For like, and I guess yeah, it was just people that really, really made it seem, I don't know, that just made it seem cool. Like, sure, and, you know, there's just like, you know, obviously a couple older kids that you know you look up to and you're like oh i want to be like that or i want to do those tricks and then just it that just really made it cool but i could say that that video label kills was the biggest thing for me and it's still my favorite video for sure like pat smith and jason adams and they're like top favorite skaters of all time and you know so that was the biggest influence that made me you know, understand skating a little bit more, you know, diving a little further into it. And, yeah, you know. Jason Adams, that's a good, he's a good connection of the past and, the, and the, the present and the future, you know, there's like a little bit of everything in what he does. He's oh, yeah, and, and he had just like, hit, you know, back, for back then, in 2000, I guess that video came out, that, that was like, uh, what he was doing and the style that he had and the clothes that he wore and the boards that he rode was definitely a lot different for that time at that time you know that was that was really a really different thing to do and that was like really cool to me he wore like really short pants and he i don't know it was just like really really cool and i even had i bought one of his uh his print that he was selling prints of he did one of lance mountain and i got that hung up like he's just all around like all the stuff he does he's just he's just really cool so i mean yeah and then yeah and then you you get into like the culture of it too and it's just like 
Yeah. Well, it was, Pat Smith, he skated a lot in New York in that video, so I thought that was cool because he did a lot. He he was skating like Raw Street, which is that's, you know, for me, yeah, I didn't, I didn't grow up skating uh, parks really. There wasn't like because I'm originally from New Jersey, like mm-hmm. South Jersey, and I I live in Maryland now, like near Ocean City, Maryland, on the Eastern Shore. So I. There really wasn't any parks around for me. I just, you know, I just skated street, really. Right. So. That's what, yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a different generation, like a generation earlier than that, but in the same way. We didn't have parks, so we just skated street. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a, you know, I, that's, I, you know, I grew up watching basically, you know, flip. So, I mean, I'm just, yeah, I'm basically that generation of, of kids, like flip. Mm-hmm skateboards and you know that was probably my one of my favorite companies that i wrote a lot of their boards like tom penny and all those all those dudes that's that's who i really grew up watching a lot so i mean that you know those are pretty much my my idols right there so yes skating at that time it was definitely like and it still is you know it it was very well established street skating was you know even you know i like I missed out on the whole I, like I I picked up on guns and all that stuff the pioneers like way later on you know what I mean right. I, didn't, I didn't grow up watching that <laughs> so right I I I gained a you know appreciation for that later on of where it really came from and all that so yeah I guess yeah my my experience is a little different so then but, how did how did that transfer into wanting to shape skateboards? I went down was you know one of my one of my buddies that I went to high school with, who we we were really really best friends through high school and all that stuff. And I I ended up I, you know I ended up getting clean or whatever, and I, I kind of like went on a different path there. Um, and but you know in that time period. I would go over. He had a wood shop. He still, him and his dad have a have a wood shop, and they build cabinets and all sorts of stuff. But he was like working on a mold at one point. I went over there and I was just like, you know, I was just like, oh man, this is really cool. Like, we should definitely start, you know, pressing some boards and doing this. It'd be really cool. Like nobody around here is really doing it. Like not a lot of people are really doing it. And this was like, this was in probably like 2010. So, okay. you know, uh, so we, you know, I went over there and he, and, and it kind of just fizzled out. It didn't really become anything really. I think he, he probably pressed a few boards or whatever. And then he didn't really have any money or whatever, whatever. I don't really know. And then right. a few years later I went, I went over there again. I was like, Hey man, I got some money and I got a couple of other friends that are, like we're all really interested in trying to press boards and shape boards together and i think our idea was just you know we just wanted to do something different i I mean i don't i don't really know like i i didn't really think per se like oh the you know the quality of the boards are like that i'm skating are really terrible or like i like i don't know if that really wasn't crossed my mind i Right. I think we just wanted to do something different. Like we wanted to like start a company around like our area that just was different than just like calling up a manufacturer and like starting a, you know, 
uh, sure. on his company, you know. Instead of just putting putting some sticker on a skateboard deck, he wanted to actually create it. Yeah, and like basically, like for me and the guy Kenny, that he basically had the idea, you know. Like I, he's like, you know, I want to press boards, and we're just like, all right, let's do it. Here, you know, we got some money. Let's get some veneer or whatever. And mm-hmm. we and we made basically a really shitty attempt to press <laughs> boards like we really and i was just going by what he was telling me you know what i mean i didn't really know much about it i just knew like let's just make boards in and start a company and we'll just like be you know some we'll just stand out and do something a little different and put a, more extra time into like making sure we make some good stuff and whatever and like he didn't really know a whole lot and i we didn't really know a whole lot so we pressed a few maybe like i don't even know how many 20 boards or something and, and like they they were not good at all and like <laughs> they were pretty bad and and like so you know we were like thinking of names and stuff like that we're like you know you know i don't know and i, I just told him i was like man we should just like find a black flag song and just like name it something that has to do with you know black flag you know what i mean and so i was just like i was just like man american waste dude it's just sounds really cool it just sounds like it would represent what we're doing really well and uh so everybody agreed like all right yeah let's do that and whatever and like basically at the time i was just starting to tattoo full time i just started tattooing um and I had been trying to tattoo full time for a few years and whatever. And like, so it finally was happening for me and I was, I was tattooing, but I also was doing a construction job and I was doing fiberglass work. So I was like, I was waking up really early in the morning and going over to my buddy Kenny's house and putting boards in the press and then leaving his house and going to work at construction <sighs> for like a half a day and then I would go to the tattoo shop and then work until eight o'clock that night and then wake up the next day and do, do it all over again. I was, just, and after a couple of weeks I was just like, dude, I can't do this. Like I need to like, I was like, do you mind if we take the press to my house and then we'll press the boards at my house and then we'll take them back to your workshop and you know, we'll work on them over there. I was just right. like, and I don't know, like, I guess he really, got mad at me or something like i don't i don't really know what happened like, he just got he, maybe he, he it didn't got, work out that plan didn't work out is what you're saying no it did not work out he got pretty mad or whatever and i haven't really talked to him since then and that was a couple years ago so <laughs> yeah that's just, another story but you <laughs> kept on with american waste and and started buying you started buying uncut blanks exactly yeah so i basically i i lost I I lost the manpower and it was kind of a good thing because we didn't really know how much goes into actually pressing a board. Like there's a, there was a lot more involved than we had thought, so <clears throat> it kind of actually worked out. Right, because you. Just so think, I just was like, people just think you just get some glue and you put some boards in the exactly glue on them and throw them in, but there's yeah. more to it. I mean, even from I saw you posted something about about curing the board. Yeah. I mean, so that, yeah, there's just like so much more involved than what we had thought. So we're just like, for me, I was just like, all right, I, I don't have like all the people that wanted to do it with me basically 
didn't want to do it with me anymore for whatever reason that is. And, and, and I was just like, well, you know what? I, I still want to do this and I still want to do, I still want to have his company go. And I was just like, whatever, I'll buy uncuts. And that's when I just started shaping them. And, and then eventually I just, you know, it was just me working on boards by myself and, and whatever. And then I just like, you know, started dying them and all that kind of stuff too. But, you know, mm-hmm. I, you know, Right, you know, it's your, just your like boards have a, you can tell an American waste board. It's got a unique look to it because of the way that you stain and dye the board. Right, and that there's this like basically it be, just became for me like just this crazy, crazy obsession that it just completely consumes me all the time. Like I, I, I like I'm <laughs> I'm just like constantly thinking about how I can make a skateboard look cooler to me like just i just want to i just want to express art in skateboards so badly it's just it just consumes my mind all the time like it all day i'm just i'm just thinking like you know what can i do different what can i do different how can i push what i'm doing further than what i'm doing now And, and like that led me to be like you know because a lot of people they they dye their veneer they fully penetrate the veneer all the way through with pressure tanks. And I don't have that obviously. So, um, I just was like, well, what if I just die the, you know, die the face of it, whatever, you know, and I just started doing that and it and actually worked out really well. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've been doing ever since. So that kind of, yeah, once I figured that out, I guess it, you know, it, it, it took on its own look, I guess, and maybe gave it its own character, you know, and, sure. you know, and that, you know, with the splatter dye and all that kind of stuff, you know, and that, you know, that, that's kind of what we're trying to do. Like, well, for me, I'm just trying to like, I'm just trying to express myself as much as I possibly can and not be, you know. You're not copying not, anybody else from what you're doing. You're, you're being original with it. Yeah. And not, not to say that other people don't dye their boards. Obviously people die boards all the time. I mean, that that's a very common thing, but you know. When it comes to, I, I guess maybe the style of, you know, what I'm doing, it kind of stands out, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, and even thinking of like, another thing too, like with the wheelbase idea, which I didn't really see happening too much is like what I call the universal wheelbase. I I mean, I don't know what it's really called, but it, like the dual wheelbase where the front and the back truck have truck options and it allows you to like, have yeah, that's that's really unique because usually you know you'll see a front truck option, but the back truck you don't see the options for that. Right, and that's basically that's that's. I'm sure other people have done it. I really don't know. I mean, I'm not going to say that claim that I invented something. I mean, I don't know. I have no <laughs> idea. But I, you, I definitely didn't see it for me as much. I didn't see it ever. I never even seen that. So I'm sure it's been done before for sure. But you know, and you can well, see only, other people have seen that. it. Um, the only place I've seen it is in longboards. Yeah, maybe a yeah, longboard. Yeah. But not on, not on a shorter deck. I've, I've never really seen that. Um, so how do people say they skate, having the different, different wheel, wheelbase options? Well, you know, as far as the back truck. I mean, most people, yeah, they seem to really they, most people really seem to like it. I could say, it really, I think it's like an acquired thing. Obviously, like it's not going to be like 
you're not going to buy a board with the quote-unquote universal wheelbase like if you're really a gnarly street skater and you're just like hucking yourself down lots of stairs and all this stuff you might not skate that i mean i skate and it's fine but i'm not jumping off huge stuff so i mean it's not right. that big deal you know so but you know people that skate wider boards that are just maybe skating a lot of transition or they skate you know whatever like they're not just like killing themselves skating it doesn't seem to be a problem most people really seem to like it because they could be like when they buy the board they could set it up at 14 inch 14 and a half or 15 inch will be so a lot of people were like they're really stoked about it because they sure, just they have yeah they have options there you know and because you know typically if you're I skating the street it gives them the chance to actually find out which wheelbase works best for them because you can switch it up. Yeah, exactly. You know, and like, you know, like for me, I, I like to skate 14 inch wheelbase because I, I skate mainly street, you know, so it works out perfect for me. But if I sell that board to someone else, they might be like, I only skate transition, so I, I skated at 15 and it doesn't affect them at all because they're, you know. So, I mean, and that's like a. You know, that's a whole other thing that, like, I mean, every single little part about the skateboard is, like, you know, is a whole whole another thing that I've probably thought about for way too long <laughs> and probably pissed everybody off around me because that's all I want to talk about, you know. But, like, the wheelbase is just so important. It, it's, like, it's mind-blowing how much people don't even – pay attention to that like yes it's just so important to me i, I don't understand like because i like to skate a wider board i like to skate eight seven five nine inch nine and a half i mean whatever i'll skate a wide board but I, but i like to skate 14 inch wheelbase so if you really pay attention a lot of boards that are wider like wider than eight five they tend to have a a wide a longer wheelbase which yeah. means it sucks to skate street with because <laughs> it has no pop it doesn't have any pop so and i noticed that i bought other boards that are wider i'm like why can't i do why can't i pop my tricks as high as i normally can and then i realized it's like this wheelbase is isn't made for street yeah even on so, a mini logo if you go to eight and a half you have a 15 inch wheelbase if you go below eight and a half it's 14 right and that is stupid i hate that i, <laughs> I don't like that I, I you know what i mean like just because it's wider doesn't mean I'm going to skate transition. And that was something that that really inspired the universal wheelbase, you know, for me. Because sure. it was like, you know, I want people to be able to skate a wider board and have the option to have as much pop as possible or have as much center of gravity as you want. I mean, it's it's kind of your choice. And that – so most people really, really like that idea because it, it gives you that option, you know. Yeah. So, but obviously, like, if I make a 8-inch popsicle, it's going to have a 14-inch wheelbase because you're probably going to be skating street with it. So, you're, you know, sure. it, I mean, that, that's just a kind of a given. So, I, you know, it's only with the wider boards that I really consider, you know, different options. Thanks for joining me on the podcast. Next week, we'll have the second and final talk with Frank Porcelli of American Waste Skateboards. Don't forget to check out my attempts to destroy Frank's hard work on Instagram by following LuchaSkate. That's LuchaSK8 on Instagram. Until next week, let's skate.